They'll be like, bring the cows, bring the, the money. <laughs> the dowry. Hey guys, it's your girl Basha and you know it's Tuesday so it's time for you know what, it's time for the Ask Basha video podcast. Today's topic is friendship versus love in a relationship. Yeah, I can't wait. I love these topics. And of course, I don't have all the answers. So I had to take a trip around the world and call in the big guns. And here to break it down for you all, my amazing queens, center Dr. Yana Eastman. Dr. Eastman, welcome back. Dr. Eastman is a native of Trinidad and Tobago who believes in the importance of pursuing her dreams her career path is included, has included sorry, communication, public relations experiences with states and international agencies such as with states and international agencies such as the United Nations. At present, she's an assistant professor of communication and a single mother of a tenacious 14-year-old girl. An avid writer, she shares her thoughts and musings on motherhood, singleness, dating, and more on her blog, Successful Mom. In her spare time, she hikes mountain trails huh, and plans <laughs> events. And most of all, she wants you to know she's a woman of God. We're also joined by American Dawn Townsend, MS, LPC, NCC, one of the leading therapists in the state of Georgia and a national certified counselor. Dawn graduated with a 4.0 GPA from Mercer University, obtaining a Master of Science in communication counseling and graduated in the top 10 in her class, summa cum laude, from Spelman College, receiving a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. Her knowledge is vast, having more than 15 years of clinical experience working with children, adolescents, and adults from diverse populations. She currently works as the COO and Vice President of Hopeful Change LLC, is a psychotherapist in her group practice and clinical compliance specialist and behavioral assessment and mental health evaluation manager for a local mental health agency. When she's not hard at working, at work, sorry, serving in the capacity of therapist, you will find her serving her family and our surrounding communities. We would like to welcome to our panel for the first time, Whitney Marshall, attorney at law. Whitney Marshall is an entertainment lawyer by day and a dating coach by night. Hello. <laughs> oh, so we can't wait to hear what Whitney has to say on this particular topic. She's the founder of Yes to 50, a dating accountability group. She started in 2019 before the COVID-19 pandemic. As the leader of Yes to 50, she has established a shameless dating brand where she encourages women to get in touch with who they are, accept their flaws and relationship needs, and put themselves out there so they can find their perfect partners. She's the daughter of Jamaicans from St. Elizabeth, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> Kingston, Jamaica, and enjoys spending time reading psychology and dating books. Welcome, Whitney. I want to talk to you, Queen. <sighs> Alana Avis is back in the building after a short hiatus. Alana has 
um, joins us in Atlanta, but she was raised in Montreal, Quebec, to Trinidad and Tobagoian parents. She's a cybersecurity risk executive, entrepreneur, and fitness enthusiast who loves a good effortless fashion moment. She's our fashionista, guys. <laughs> She's currently building an e-commerce brand rooted in wellness. Ladies, welcome to the Arts Basher video podcast. It's an honor to have you all. What I love about this podcast is the fact that we're all female and we come from different parts of the globe, different backgrounds, different races, different issues, different, I, I dare to say, and the therapist would back me on this, different traumas in some cases, but somehow we have the same issues so today we're discussing which is most important in a relationship friendship versus love it's important to be friends guys with your partners i believe so so dr yana eastman i'm starting with you which is most important for you in a relationship hit the ground running uh okay so that's a tough question Mm -hmm. Having been through a divorce myself, mm. uh, I would say at this point, I would say uh, friendship. Mm. You know, when I was young, I was looking for that, the pizzazz. You know, I'm thinking that if, if he's into me, then he should be all over me, calling me, texting me, you know, at my door kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But now, I don't, I, with I don't want you to tell me why you choose it just yet. <laughs> Just give me the answer straight, no chaser. Friendship. All right, fine. Friendship. Friendship. Okay. That's it. Okay. Okay. Paula Marie Hospitalis Bosland yes. coming in from the Bahamas. <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right, Paula, give it to me straight. No chaser. Friendship or love? Love. I love a hopeless romantic. Whitney Marshall, what are you saying, girl? What are you saying? Friendship. All right. You know, the attorney will give it to you like that head first. All right. A lot of Elvis. What are you saying? Friendship, but I have to admit I'm a hopeless romantic in a bad way. <laughs> but it's friendship. And let's go to our psychotherapist, psychoanalyzers. Dawn Thompson, what are you saying? <laughs> friendship or love? Absolutely friendship, without a question. How many loves did we have on the part? So it was just Paula, Paula Hospitalis Boslin. Well, I didn't declare my hand yet, you know, but I will declare my hand now. Friendship, friendship all the way. Friendship all the way. However, I'm going back to Dr. Eastman. Dr. Eastman, why friendship for you? Um, you know, as I started saying, I've done the, the love thing where you're like head over heels. This is the one for you. You know, mm -hmm. um, he makes you tingle from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. <laughs> None of that can't. And somehow we think that that can't happen with a friendship, with a mm -hmm. friendship right? Because we always, we have some, some men who definitely are in friend zone and will forever be in the friend zone. Mm -hmm. But, and, and, and it seemed to think, at least for me, I seem to think that the one who was for me, shouldn't be in that zone because i just didn't have those feelings for a friend I, but i just want to clarify i am not there, there's there are a lot of people who will be totally friend zone forever but i'm talking about in situations where yes is it better to start off as friends and then you stumble upon the love that's more you know there's some people who will always be friend zone i think it'll be sometimes impossible to like those but i'm talking that the friendship comes first then the love kind of scenario yeah, I'm definitely, definitely. I am um, now, you know, when I meet someone, I want to connect on mm -hmm. an intellectual level. Mm -hmm. I want to connect on a spiritual level. Mm -hmm. um, all those levels that I think is equally, you know, they're, they're equally important. 
Um, so I would say, um, yes, start off as a friendship. Yeah. Get to know the person, their likes and their dislikes. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty boring when I'm saying it now, but but it, it works. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to the, um, the lover. The lover. Really? The, in, in Bahamas. So let's go to okay, the lover. So I want to qualify my love a little bit because I okay. don't see love as a head over heels kind okay. of infatuation. But you chose love. That's I what it means. Love. I love from the point of view that there's a fullness to the relationship. And with that type of love, if you start there, friendship can build because you do need to have a certain understanding. But when you have love from a commitment point of view, whatever you face, Mm-hmm. I feel that because you are facing in the same direction and there's love. And for me, love is more of a, we can face anything together because we've made a decision to love. So that's no, 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 friendship. That's not what we're talking about, P. We're saying that we're going down this thing. You meet this guy. Do you want to be friends with him first or you want to just be instantly in love with him first? No, no, no. I definitely would love to know a few things about him, but wouldn't you be dating to get to know a few things about him? I mean, but I wouldn't be instantly in love though. If I'm, if I'm somebody who focuses on friendship. No, well, see my definition of love isn't so instant. Well, then you say the same thing like us. We're going to get to love. Okay. So okay. Like some people get to love immediately. They're like, oh my God, I would love it. No, I, <laughs> that's the thing. I don't see myself as that type. I'm kind of a slow burn. So like, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. You, you, you're trying to get to mature love real quick. We're saying <laughs> you're the brother. And do you want to be friends with him first? Or do you want to just be in love? There are people who will tell you, I believe in love at first sight. Right. Do you believe in love at first sight? I think so. Yeah, so you're saying that you love, love is first for you. No matter how you try to disguise it, love is first for yeah, you. Yeah, I think so. I think there has to be something there, like a spark for mm-hmm. me to be even interested in, in exploring a friendship. Mm-mm. So you are hopeless romantic because girls like me, I, I don't believe in, I, I don't do want to spark. I need to psych you out first. <laughs> <laughs> I asked my husband that this morning, we were discussing it over breakfast and he said, you are for sure a whirlwind person. I'm like, yes. not. Yeah, I believe myself to be something different. So I and, and, and you don't have you don't have to you don't have to qualify it. Nobody here is judging you. We yeah. want all no. perspectives. You're hopeless romantic. Just just stay, <laughs> just stay in the quadrangular down there in your hopeless romantic corner. Yes, 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 I will. All right. But Marshall, what says what says the attorney at law? Sure. So as a reformed hopeless romantic, mm-hmm. I've come to learn the hard way that mm-hmm. friendship is mm-hmm. more important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people have the tendency, like you were saying, Basha, to just go for it, to mm-hmm. be in love right off the bat. But, and well, actually what I'll say is guilty as charged. That I, when I was a little girl, I used to do that. <laughs> yeah, except I'm not little anymore. I'm getting up there. And so it's like a lot of the times what happens is, you know, our nervous systems get used to the excitement that's attached mm-hmm. with infatuation and like, you know, love at mm-hmm. first sight. Mm-hmm. Um, and we th- we tend to think that people we may be physically attracted to um, and then just end up being friends with, mm-hmm. like we think that's boring sometimes mm-hmm. because we want that love at first sight. 
which is total bullshit. I don't know about y'all, but for me, every time, sorry, I don't know for me, but every time I have felt like it was love at first sight, it has, mm -hmm. what do we say, nine day love, it is just like mm -hmm. exploded into mm -hmm. nothing. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's really good to get to know the person before falling in love with them. I believe in playing hard to get, but what can I say? <laughs> That's easier said than done. No, it's not. <laughs> I need lessons. Yeah. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. This is what this platform is about. We're shaping the, the minds of women and young women. No, it's not easier said than done, but we're going to talk with me, Marcia. <laughs> Alana Avis, what says you? I, I hard lessons learned. I'm a friendship person, but I am a recovering hopeless romantic. <laughs> I love a love story. I love a, so I romanticize in my head a lot. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a grounded in reality type of person. So when <clears throat> you have careers to do, bills to pay, things to achieve, that love, mm. that love story doesn't always, most of it doesn't always carry you through the end. So you have to kind of be real world about it. But I love a good love story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For those who have one, I'm there for it. <laughs> but you see, what I'm getting from, from a lot of y'all is that, like you can't have a good love story if you start off as friendship. And I am here to say that is not true. I agree, Basha. I agree. So I was coming to, to, to the best therapist I've ever met in my life. And I was like, you know, you need to come and psychoanalyze these checks here. Tell them what's up, what's up? Well, I'm a, firm, I'm a firm believer that mm -hmm. a friendship is the foundation of a relationship. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I feel in, as many have noted, love can be fleeting you know love can come and go it can wax and wane and you have to be able to have a foundation to be able to sustain your relationship mm -hmm. and love is a choice i don't think a lot of people really understand that you choose to be committed to a person you choose yeah. to love this person and that's mm -hmm. when they talk about the good times the bad times the ups and downs mm -hmm. through the good and the bad through um sickness and then health right that's mm -hmm. typically part of vows that you take so mm -hmm. i think it's really important that we understand and when we're talking about friendship and we're talking about love what the basis the foundation of what that relationship really looks like yeah no i totally agree and i want to add like i know that um i'm not sure how long alana avis has been married but i, I have an idea paula and i were kind of how long you've been married paula hospitalis 18 years okay so i'm the veteran here so <laughs> and i i i and in, in Paula's defense as a hopeless romantic who has not been cured because luckily she she met her Prince Charming and and etc etc but Paula Hospitalis is quite is in a position to talk about her experience because despite her perception of of um that hopeless love her marriage has with, with stood hmm. the test of time uh, with fighting autism everything we have a similar um story with our love life and our, our, our marriage and kids and the challenges that we've had to face so i you know i cut you some slack paula hospitalis when you are able to still be at the <laughs> end of it all dealing with all the challenges that marriages and and still say i'm a hopeless romantic i i, I cut you some slack 
the thing is, my husband and I dated for six years before we made the decision to get married. So, so we've been friendship. together for 20-something years. Friendship. You know, and I because I think we met and there was an instant spark. Right. And then, you know, we got to know each other but we were dating. So it was, you know. Mm -hmm. Didn't realize you dated for that long. Yeah. But that's a so, long time. So, I think our therapist, Dawn Townsend, would agree with me to say that during that dating time, a wonderful friendship blossomed. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Probably accounts for, you yeah. know, everything coincided. But I wanted to make this point before we go on in terms of my perspective. I am a firm, firm believer in friendship over love because I'm, I'm such a head person. Um, even from my own perspective, from my own marriage. And I believe that, and I want to caution a lot of women. This is just my experience. I'm not saying that I'm totally right. I'm, I can only speak from experience. I've been with my husband for 21 years, married this year for 20 years. And I believe that what we've developed is an amazing love story. Against the backdrop of breast cancer, autism, you name it. We have faced it. But when you, when you meet someone and you're focusing on passion, you just ignore all the tell signs. Mm. You have no time. You're responding to the chemistry and the euphoria of love. Yeah. You, you, you're not, you have no time to see errors. You have no time to see that man. Errors. That man doesn't. That man has gingivitis. He doesn't brush his teeth properly. Oh my. <laughs> that man. <you> know, <laughs> that man doesn't know how to speak to people. You are just so caught up in the. The, the bubble of 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 the, the the chemistry the chemical in your body that makes you feel as though you're in love and I don't care what anybody says that is not lasting so for me personally I would rather build the lasting before mm -hmm. I get caught up in the chemical imbalance that we <laughs> refer to as in love that that feeling of you know that that goes away. It goes away. I don't get up every day and watch my husband and say, oh, I'm so in love with you. No, hell no. I, I think that's that's impractical, no. though, because as human beings, we can't just be in a steady state all the time. You know, they're, they're troughs and they're, they're mountaintops, but, you know. But there are a lot of people who feel that, and that's why their relationship ends, because when that butterfly, amazing, starry-eyed, impractical, whatever goes away they feel something is wrong with a relationship because they didn't this is my impression i am not the therapist on this this is just my experience talking so i i am a big advocate for friendship and you can still have an amazing love story you don't have to be instantly attracted to somebody but it's more important to like them instantly so when you like them you can pay attention to habits you can pay attention to hmm, he opens the door for so and so Oh, he's a gentleman. You get a chance to, because at the end of the day, what keeps you in that marriage or that relationship is how much you like that person. Because a lot of people have divorced people that they love, but they don't like. That's my point. I agree. You agree? I've been, I've been married 18 years. Nice. So you're so right there behind. I'm, I'm, you I'm up there on the charts. Yes. Yes. Um, and you like him. I do like him. There was no spark. I'm going to tell you that right now. I was like, this is not going to work out. And my mother is like, what are you doing? You, uh -huh. need to, you know, like you said, look at the total package. How yep. So, you know, and, and we built over time a very nice relationship. And I mean, and, you know, of course, there's a spark. Of course. <laughs> um, of course. 
yeah, definitely. Definitely. I like him a lot. I see the way he looks at you. There, there, there are a lot of sparks. <laughs> <laughs> so no, so that's important. Um, what evidence is there that, and I'm, and this, this is, this one goes to Dawn Townsend, our therapist, that a relationship that starts with a friendship is more likely to be successful and can and i'm going to go around our panel and please reference your opinion you know with something tangible don thompson would you like me to yes ma'am yeah please repeat so your what, question yeah what evidence is there that a relationship that starts with a friendship is more likely to be successful yeah, I, I think, you know, this is kind of a, a difficult question to answer because there's not really research that gives statistical facts saying mm -hmm. that this is true, right? That this is yeah. absolutely going to happen. But many experts suggest that m there are healthier relationships and more successful relationships when it is based on love, right? Or friendship, I'm sorry, okay. based on friendship and not love. And I, I kind of want to give you guys um, some statistical research, right, that I, I, I wanted to find. So... I could give you guys some factual information. So this mm -hmm. is um, according to a new study that was just published recently, like literally like two weeks ago, July, oh. um, in social psychology and personality science um, by lead author and associate professor of psychology at the University of Victoria in British Columbia, Canada. Hmm. Shout out to Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, Stinson. She studied. Um, relationship initiation for 20 years. So this friendship initiation is what she refers to it in her research, right? Mm -hmm. um, and her study comprised four different studies on relationship initiation. So the first two studies analyzed popular journals and textbooks found that the existing literature on relationship initiation was overwhelmingly focused on romance that sparked between strangers largely overlook romance that develops between friends, right? So initial research didn't really focus on friendship initiation, but it focused on romance. Mm -hmm. Then the research conducted an analysis of seven of their lab studies with university students and adults of all ages, consisting of almost 1,900 people in Canada and the United States. The online studies were be done between 2002 and 2020. The analysis found that 66%, which is two thirds of this population that was researched, that couples began as friendships and many of them were long-term friendships spanning over several months or years. Hmm. The final study looked at 300 university students that said that they were in the friend stage mm -hmm. that lasted almost 22 months on average before turning romantic, hmm. which was almost half of the sample. And they said that they started out as friends first and their preferred method was beginning as friends and not as a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I found that to be very, very interesting. Two thirds, that's a huge property. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dr. Eastman, what do you have to say about this? Um, in terms of the, the research? The research and then your own finding, like. Do you have your own data to support the fact that you feel that a friendship is more likely to succeed? I mean, even from your personal perspective, you know, I reference the fact that you can love somebody and, and yet divorce them because you don't like them. Yes, you had me laughing there with that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. So I also looked at a professor at um, Illinois, Urbana, and he did some studies looking at various relationships and you know and from his studies he focused on um, studies that looked at 
how can individuals actually not just maintain relationships, but how can they avoid breaking up? How do couples avoid breaking up? How do you avoid breaking up as an individual? And what that led me to believe is that, you know, oftentimes we think of relationships in terms of um, the two of you, but yeah. then as an individual, yeah. you are also contributing to that relationship. So yeah. what am I bringing to the table, you know, in this relationship? Um, I'm, we're starting off as friends. What am I bringing to the re relationship? If it's the hookup culture that's going now, again, mm -hmm. what am I bringing to the relationship? So yeah. I thought that that was a different perspective, a different way of addressing um, um, relationships, you know, the initiation, not just from initiation, but also from the maintenance, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of us can initiate, but can we maintain? Right. Mm. Mm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Whitney Marshall, yes. what do you have to say in terms of, you know, can you reference your own experience or the experience of others around you with regards to our findings um, and what led you to be a, uh, what you call it, a reformed, um, what do you call it? Oh my God, my words are... <laughs> a reformed, hopeless romantic. Hopeless romantic, correct. Thank you very much. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean... <sighs> That sounds juicy. There's so much to say. <laughs> yes, um, So I was recently looking at articles about friendship and dating, and I am a big fan of the Gottman Institute mm -hmm. and their research and articles and all of that. And I came across this article um, written by one of, you know, somebody who's trained in their methods. And he was saying that um, it's, of course, friendship is really, really important. But the thing about friendship is mm -hmm. we have to think about what that definition is for every individual involved in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And he pointed out um, the fact that the word regard tends to be really important um, when talking about friendship in the context of relationships, which mm -hmm. I thought was very interesting because when you, you know, when you have somebody in high regard, that means you respect them. Mm -hmm. And I think respect is critical when it comes yeah. to, you know, having a long-term relationship. Um, so there's that piece, but speaking from my own personal mm -hmm. experience, um, advice that I got from my therapist back in the day when I started out on this dating journey, mm -hmm. she always encouraged me to think of five different things. Um, these are the questions you ask right off the bat of yourself. One, could I be friends with this person? Hmm. Two, could I be friends with their friends? Hmm. Three, do we have common goals and common values? Mm -hmm. Four, what are their triggers? And hmm. five, can I handle them when they're triggered? Hmm. And so, you know, that has served me I, really well. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Great questions. Because it's, it's important to see a friend matter. That's how you know an abuser. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I um, I love everything you said there. And, and that's something that you need to send me to, sure. in summary after the, so that I can add to the article associated with this podcast. Because all women need a checklist. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of... A lot of women I know, they're not getting it right. I mean, starting over at 50, or they may be young women who are really just starting off and really nobody sat them down as young girls, as we often talk about, to give them this a framework, a prototype, so to speak, 
um, yeah. a map of how to navigate this thing. They send them to university. They're like, you better be exceptional. Become whatever it is you were designed to, to accomplish. But nobody really sits you down to say, this is how you navigate relationship. This is how you'd want a man to treat you. This is a, sometimes we just have to bounce our toe and figure it out, you know? Um, another thing I wanted to add in, in terms of, to reference friendship versus love. You know what I like about the friendship approach? Because I remember a wise man once told me, I don't know if it was an attempt to have a discussion with me about navigating love, but it certainly um, stood out to me later on in my life, is that he said he didn't believe in true love. Now, I don't, I believe in true love. But what he said next is what I also agree with. He said, life is about solidarity. What's in it for me? And I liken that to friendship, which goes back to the point that Whitney Marshall just made. Ask them, you know, see who their friends are. What do they like to do? That tells a story. Mm -hmm. And you find, that's why sometimes I feel relationships come to um, a natural end. It's like a, um, a psychological contract that if there's nothing in it for me, I'm gone, right? Especially those that start without a friendship. It may start because that person perceives that this is a kind of person, it's a contrived love mm -hmm. that I wanna be with, you know? And so, so I just wanted to, to, to agree with all those points and to add the solidarity bit. Because if a lot of people were to accept that not everybody you meet is truly in love with you. Yes. Some people like what you look like. They're like who you are, your job, your, your circle, right? They may not like you, the person. If, if sickness or health, no money or money, they may not be, they might just be a good time lover, so to speak. Right. Because solidarity, what's in it for me? So it's something that we need to be very clear on as we navigate friendship versus being in love. Yes. yes. You know? So, um, but but this brings me to my next question for you ladies, and we take it one at a time. And we're gonna start with, with our therapist again, Don Thompson. Can a relationship survive too much friendship though? You know, that uh, um <laughs> I mean I I I may come across like all head, but I like a little romance as well, right? And can a relationship because I have observed some very mature relationships that to me they're friend zone for the rest of their lives <laughs> it's the truth a lot of this is the truth i just i don't know that i could deal with that i don't want too much friendship either i like fire all right yeah that's that said yeah i i wanted to touch on um real quick what you were just mentioning mm -hmm. um your previous point those are conditions that mm -hmm. you were talking about. So a lot of times when we're looking at love, we're talking about conditions. It's very conditional. But when we're talking about a friendship, mm -hmm. it usually is void of those specific conditions that you were naming. So I think it's important that you touched on that because it's very, um, it's very important to mm -hmm. differentiate the two. Mm -hmm. um, but for me personally, because I can only speak from my personal experience. Correct. Um, I do not believe there is such a thing as too much friendship. Mm. My husband and I are literally best friends. Like mm -hmm. literally, we are like this. And oftentimes, mm -mm. 
talk about how much time we spend together. Like, you know, there is no way that I could spend that much time with my husband or, you know, I just wouldn't like to be around my spouse that much. And mm -hmm. I caution people to understand that because it's not something that they've experienced yeah. or something that they share with their spouse, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist for somebody else. And mm -hmm. I am a living, living testimony to that. My, my husband and I have been friends for over 12 years. We've mm -hmm. been married for 10 years. We got mm -hmm. married in a very short period of time. You know, mm -hmm. once we made that commitment to each other, mm -hmm. um, that we were exclusive. I mean, we got married within less than a year. So yes. I think it's very possible and I think it's very possible. And I would just like to say, I don't think it's too, too much. I you don't think so. Yeah. Well, I, I respect you. Um, I, I want to say for the, the man who I'm married to and I'm hopelessly in love with, who's listening to this broadcast as he often does, I enjoy spending all the time with you, honey, but I don't believe in this. I think you have, there's a line that you don't want to cross and have too much friendship in your mind. That's just me. I, I, I still want to be hopelessly romantic. I don't want to be, I don't know. I, I don't want to be friend zoned in my own marriage too much. You know, uh, that's just me. I don't know. I could be wrong. You can, you can change my mind. I'm, a, you know, I'm allowed to change my mind. I don't know. What about you, Dr. Eastman? Um, I mean, like, so ladies, I am still single, right? So the, 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 the friendship talk, the, the, <laughs> I don't know what that is like. So I haven't met the man who I want <clears throat> to be friends with and be married to at the same time. Yeah. So for me, there's still two distinct categories. Yeah, And I feel like, you know, we're talking as women who are older, but what about mm -hmm. if we have younger women who are listening, mm -hmm. who still haven't been able to distinguish between the friends and the, the love, um, like Paula, Hospitalis said, you know, and they want that. Well, talk um, to them. You talk to them directly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I had to, talking to them, I would say that there is something to be said mm -hmm. for the feelings that you get when you meet someone and, and there is some sort of connection. Mm -hmm. What I would say is to give, you still need to give yourself time to know that mm -hmm. person, mm -hmm. you know, get that. So even Don Townsend mentioned 12 years of knowing someone before getting into a relationship. Um, Paul Espedalis mentioned six years of knowing mm -hmm. the person. So, so I mentioned it all the, the hookup culture and stuff because with the teenager, I need to be up with it, right? Yeah. So he listens to this podcast sometimes, you'll be like, Mommy, no, like you know, <laughs> we are I have friends. So so you know, I have to keep it real. So I can only say that for me as a single woman, I haven't gotten to the friendship plus love thing to I, I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. um, but I, but I know going forward and based on my past relationships, which have been disastrous, I'm not going to be talking about <laughs> them here right now. Um, yes, friendship is preferred mm -hmm. and, you know, to take it step by step, you know, and build, build, build that love, you know, rather than expecting it to shoot you like an arrow. Oh, wow. So what about you, Alana Avis? Do you, do you believe that there's such a thing as too much friendship in, in a marriage, particularly a long-term relationship? Uh, no, okay. I, I, I don't. Too much friendship. I mean, originally I thought yes, but over time, now that I've been married for a long time, I mean, mm -hmm. I kind of do everything with Rohan, although I have a big circle of friends. So mm -hmm. not too much friendship, but I mean, I still kind of feel I need to, I hate to say these words, but, you know, make him work for it. Like I'm Correct. not friends. 
that's than trying to be friend zoned. That's like, oh, we're just friends. You don't have to do anything. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. I de I demand my impromptu, my surprise <laughs> Friday night dates. I, I demand exactly. my surprise trip. Exactly. But that's you know, I have a lot of mm -hmm. uh, single girlfriends, age ranges. And it is very true right now in this hookup culture. It's very difficult to um, not get caught up in the whole um, thinking that the love is the friendship because right now people are doing a lot, the most in order to get in relationships. I know just recently a girlfriend got swept up and you know, a four weeks, four months later, the man is not who she thought he was because the whole first four months was this whole love romance. I I wrote about you with my sleep. This is who I was. You were waiting. You know, so you, yeah, you really. But as women, as women, and we are looking for that somebody, you start to romanticize yourself and ignore all of these signs and then you get catch yeah but so it is very difficult so i just think that the physical attraction is and lust is there a dime a dozen so unfortunately i think that women need to kind of not not women but it would be helpful to put that in the back burner when you're starting a relationship in these times mm -hmm. because it's just too rampant now you can get it anywhere so you just need to put on the back burner and really get to know somebody. Because what I want to know in a relationship is mm -hmm. that when I call somebody, they're going to be there for me. Correct. Like you Correct. said, when you're sick, Fitness when you're and health. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the, just to just to just to mention before I move on to our other um, commentators, you know, you talked about different age range, age range, age ranges, and. Um, I mean, I, I know a lot of young women, but I don't have any that confides me in me really about love, you know. But I know women in their 50s who are starting over and they're behaving like teenagers. Mm -hmm. They're going full frontal in this whole <laughs> <laughs> You know, like this whole euphoria of, oh my God, giddy, giddy. I was like, what the hell is going on out here in these streets? Yeah. Because I I am I am always a head person. I've known since I'm in my twenties, I'm all head. I that's just been my experience, you know. It's so really competitive now. Like I feel I feel we what the single folks are feeling they need to do all yes. these things just to yeah. get a chance to mm -hmm. it's crazy. It, yeah. It's a little bit okay. Wild. So we're doing a podcast on that next. We we have to I have to set these queens straight. You don't need to do all of that. No. You know what I mean? Whitney Marshall, what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> so, I mean, I agree with everything all of y'all are saying. Um, mm -hmm. Alana, what you were just saying um, about people getting love bombed. Um, That's the word. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Where a guy, you know, tries to sweep you off your feet in the first three months and then poof. It was all some BS. <laughs> Yeah, that happens a lot. And I think the reason why is because for some reason, the feminine and masculine dynamic is different than it used to be. A lot of women these days forget to embrace their femininity and the power that we have as women. And we mm -hmm. tend to let love um, make us lose control. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's when I think we put those blinders on and we 
you know, become infatuated and then wake up six months later and we're like, what in the hell was I just doing? Do it. Um, so I think that there can never be too much friendship. Mm-hmm. And I actually think um, if you have a solid friendship with your partner, you that gives you an opportunity to find more things you love about them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the the better you know somebody, the the more attractive they can be. More importantly, that you like about them. People underestimate that like word. That like have me married twenty something years. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, there can never be too much friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, Paula Hospitals. I, you know, one of the things that I, I can't remember who referenced, but we're just talking, there were all sort of older ladies, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Davis. Yeah. Right. And so for me, mm-hmm. when when I met um, my husband, it was a simpler time. Mm-hmm. There wasn't as much competition <laughs> in the same way as the young younger generation have to deal mm-hmm. with. We yes. did not have cell phones that kept us in touch mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. No DMs, no DMs. From where he lived to where I live, so we can have a long talk. Yes. We were not, you know, and so I think what that does, in spite of the fact that we did start off with a spa, is that we we, we spent a lot of time talking, mm-hmm. not through texting or you know, because I don't think I had a phone in the late nineties, so <laughs> you know, a, a cell phone, so you know. And, and Basha, you know, you drive from the west to the east to meet a girl and then drive back to the west to go to a party and then drive her back to the east. You have to, you have to be in love. <laughs> That's a lot of empty road to fill. Mm-hmm. And, and I think so doing that you get to know the person because mm-hmm. for me, I don't know if I want to be friends with somebody I don't feel I have a spark with necessarily. Because yeah. I remember back in the 90s when I was dating, you know, you meet somebody and you can't go, no, my friend book is full, so I'm just not like, <laughs> you know, but, but, and I, and it's so true that the experience today is not the experience of yesteryear. No. Right. So, so, so single women, you, you would say that single women are working with a lot more. It's a lot of, and not just that, a lot, a lot of, a lot of physical things are, are just <clears throat> more available. Hmm. Okay. Mm. You know what I mean? There are a lot of women who are willing just, you know, to, to give you everything. Mm. Well, I expect nothing. But I, I guess from, from just the way we were brought up, we kind of had different requirements. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe more. You, you needed I, more. You know, I heard. Yeah. Go ahead, Anana. I was Maybe. just going to say she said different requirements. So what I hear a lot of my women friends saying is i'm a boss b i don't need xyz i just need him to do x so i mm. feel that that's also part of they have, they have lower, lower the bar yeah mm-hmm. i'm just saying you know they'll get love bombed and it's good because they can handle their own but you know yeah. um so ladies on this podcast and listening and watching just want to tell you all something and I know a thing or two about something relationship and and love bombing and blah, 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 blah. my husband is an athlete. I get all the stories, man. Like I, we we have an encyclopedia up in here from every part of the world. You know, I've seen some things, right? And one of the things I say to all women, no matter what age you are, make sure. Whilst I tell you to pay attention to friendship, make sure that that man is in love with you. I always believe that a man 
should be more in love with a woman at the beginning of a relationship. I will end this podcast the next 25 years saying this. I mean it. Women get too caught up too quickly. Use your head. Make the man dry from the east to the west. And get and get nothing. And back and get nothing. <laughs> but talk. Talk babe. I talked to my husband for several months. He was in every different part of the world. I don't know what it was with. But I just he wasn't even a candidate I would consider to be husband material, quite frankly. Because for those of you on my podcast, you know my husband's a professional athlete. I wasn't trying to date he. I was like, what? No, because that is like such a dangerous target group in the first place. Every every now and then you meet a unicorn. But guess what? You meet that unicorn when the unicorn realizes that it met a unicorn. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because I was not the girl by the fence trying to be a groupie, trying to get noticed. Right. No, those women who are referencing themselves as bosses, Alana Avis. You know what bosses do? Bosses don't go by the fence. Bosses, exactly. when you call a boss and say, hey, come by, that's not going to sell a ticket for you. Say, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. I'm not available this weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's so funny. When you get too excited to be in their company, it's five million or you'll be in the same way. You know what I mean? And and they're making it so easy. So I'm, I don't want to come down hard on the queens. I just want to tell you, if you've been trying it a particular way and it didn't work 10 times, well, try it my way now. Exactly. I'll tell you, when I was dating, um, my husband would always call my house and he would get my dad. Mm. She's, she's not home. She's yes. not home. She's not home. She's you know how much home. not home my husband gets? <laughs> And my father, and then he Too tells easy. my father, he, he, my father tells him, I don't know when you're going to catch her. You know, you better, <laughs> I think it was a pager. You better pager. Yes. 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 Keep him calling. Keep him calling. Keep him guessing. So these so-called bosses, they're not being bosses. And I'm not trying to come down on my ladies. I want the best for you guys. If you're listening, if you're watching, listen, make demand work for it because it's very important. I remember a quick note before we, we wrap up some stuff. I remember saying to my husband, and he's very open with me because he talks to a lot of the guys who are players, right? Around him. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I love children. It's okay. Yeah. So um <laughs> so he um he was saying to me, we were trying to set up two people, and he, he looked at me dead in the eyes and he said, Babes, this is not gonna work because he's not in love with her. I said, What do you mean? But she's nice. He said, He needs to be the one who's more interested in her not the other way around and honestly even though i was successfully married and i thought that i had all the answers and i was just boss when it comes i never even thought about that this happened like about five years ago and i was like so it's not gonna work he said no and he was right can i, I just can i give you a small story and i don't yes. know if he's going to like this when he listens to us but yes. when we started dating um, <laughs> I thought, I thought we were exclusive. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, and after I think I think it was in the second year, we had had a conversation where he goes, Well, I don't know if I want to be with you. And I said, Wait, so what are we doing? Like and he said I think it was after our carnival. Trinidad so, yeah. <laughs> Carnival for our international listeners. <laughs> so so I, I actually said to him, I said, you know what? No. 
if that's the way you're thinking, I'm the one who doesn't want to be with you. Because that's right. Clearly, that's right. This is not working. And that was a that was a telephone conversation. You recorded ones where you wrap around the <laughs> nobody else could hear. And let me tell you, that's the fastest he went from west to east. What do you mean? I said I don't want to be with you. If, if, if you don't think that this is something mm -hmm. that you want to be exclusive, then no. And 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 maybe there is merit in what you're saying because mm -hmm. if you're too available. Mm -hmm. I tell you, I got a call. I buy a ticket fit to come by. I said, no, 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 I good. I have plans for the weekend and it's not Montana. I have Vex money. <laughs> <laughs> What's Vex money? What's Vex money? money? Vex, Vex money is the money a woman must always have in her bag when a man take her out. So just in case he tell up on her part, she can use her own money and get back and home. And get out. That's where you're from. Yeah. My, my father always gave me Vex money. Always have Vex money. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, so I was like, nah, somebody else would have been so excited to go on. No, sometimes we get too excited too quick. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and, you know, it happens. You know, I, it happens, but you I want to see, be able to pull yourself up and out. Yeah, I want to see my ladies win. So I'm just telling them the truth. Yeah. You yeah. know, we it's it's not as hard as some of you think to find lasting love. You have to find lasting love in yourself first. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, when that man see you know your words when he comes through that door and you not budging, he will drive from east west to east so quick. <laughs> so you know we didn't discuss the um the wild card oh, um before our show so i don't have any wild card today if anybody has a wild card we're just doing one because we're running out of time who has a wild card alana do you have a wild card alana avis no wild card today i no already wild put, card? i already put something on front street i hope oh, she yeah? doesn't listen oh we don't know her name whitney whitney marshall you're a newbie do you have a wild card do you have a topic you want to sound off on real quick that we can Learn something from? Does friendship make does does friendship make the sex better? Oh, I like that one. I'm taking that straight to the therapist. <laughs> I would say absolutely. It is absolutely better. I mean, be, because I, I also would like to make a point really quickly about what was said earlier. I don't want the viewers to feel like just because you have friendship and the, the statement was too much friendship that yeah. the romance is gone. It doesn't yeah. mean that it's gone and that yeah. you're not still being romanticized. And my mm -hmm. husband cooks dinner for me almost daily. I, 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 mean, I agree. I agree. Yes, he is the cook in the family. So I would say absolutely because it's a deeper connection. You know, when you're talking about friendship, you're talking about attachment. You're talking about bond. So there is a bonding and an attachment that goes with yeah. that. You know, when you intertwine with people sexually, you are connecting, you yeah. know, in, in essence. I, and I, I totally agree. Yes. Just trying to represent all the thoughts. Yes. You, you know, I'm with my best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's a, a soul intertwinement that goes on, if you will. So okay, but, but get to the wild card at hand because I want to know about that. Friendship and sex. <laughs> That's what I was just speaking about. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. There's an intertwinement, you know. That I didn't hear anything about sex, so yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about, Basha. The intertwinement of the oh. soul. That's what oh, I heard. Yeah. 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 That's, that's nice. So I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna go, I'm a one dawn to, to build up on that too. So mine, I wrote an article of sex about sex after 40. And of course, this is sex after 40 being single, right? Mm. Um, mm. so Dawn. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, does it get better with age and friendship? So we're putting in age and friendship. Also, mm. research mm. shows that there's a lot of sex happening in senior communities and old yes. people's homes. Like they're the most sexually active. They have the highest spread of sex STDs. STDs. I heard that. I heard oh, that. Yeah. Oh heard yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no no! So that is grandpa getting it all, but all the ladies and all the granny. All. Grannies. All. Yes. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, if you can give us some, um, some, you know, some more intertwining stuff, like, you know, so age and the friendship, um, does it get better? And, you know, does it really serve to build on your sexual relationship as you get older? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the simple answer is absolutely. And I think the basis for that um, comes from as you age, you learn what you like right? Mm -hmm. Like there's no more guessing about what works for you, what doesn't work for you. When you get older, you start stop caring about specifically being nice when you're telling your partner, hey, I don't like that or do this instead of this, mm -hmm. you know, directly to the point. So mm -hmm. I think absolutely with age, sex is better with with age, friendship becomes more long lasting and better. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think absolutely, they definitely correlate with one another. Mm -hmm. And you also have a lot both men and women, less men, but have a lot less insecurities as yes, a woman as absolutely. you get older. Yes. So you yes. know you're absolutely. much more va va voo. Va va voo. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yes, yes. So this is what I love about this podcast for women. We global and you know our queens pull up from various parts of the world. I want you all to just very quickly before we go tell the people where you're at, Dr. Eastman, where you're at. So I am based in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And I have a blog, successfulmom.home.blog, mm -hmm. uh, focusing on moms, single moms, women. And yes, I write about stuff related to sex and dating mm -hmm. while single. Nice. Very nice. How about you, Don Thompson? Where are you at? I am in Atlanta, Georgia. A nice. proud peach. Proud peach. I got you. Paula Hospitalis Boslin, where are you at? I'm in Nassau, Bahamas. Oh, originally from Trinidad. Yes, yes. Looking, you know, enjoying the sunshine. Oh, please do. Whitney Marshall, where you at? New York, New York. Mm, big apples open again. What about you, Alana Avis? Where you at? Atlanta, Georgia. Oh my God, you know, this is where it's at. We're in the A. I'm in the A as well, Atlanta, Georgia. You see, I wish we could all platforms for our queens on this platform. Um, platform today, um, you can find in the body of this article associated with this broadcast. You know, go follow them. They have, they're amazing women, and I'm so lucky to have them as a part of our network. I wish we could go on and on, but all good things must come to an end. This is the reason we created this podcast to bring outstanding women together, as you can see, from around the world. This is a revolution. I want to leave you with this. Surround yourself with the woman who will lift you up. You know, it's okay to think of yourself as beautiful, talented, and accomplished. Remember, birds of a feather fly together. Yeah? yeah. If you don't think highly of yourself, you won't think highly of me. What people say about you is none of your business. Remember to be careful what you say about each other because it takes one to know one and to quote, my son, Russ. Our son, Russ. Ladies, you did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. It's your girl, Basha. Until next time, remember that happiness heals. I'm out.
All right. Yes. Hola. 